Welcome back to another episode of the Solving for B podcast. Today, using the current climate of the NFL as a backdrop, we will discuss why it's important to consider all aspects of your brand messaging, including message cohesion, the medium you choose, as well as the response you'll get, which isn't always what you expect. We're glad you joined us, so sit back and enjoy the latest installment of Solving for B with Brand Extract. So hello again for another episode of uh, Solving for B with Brand Extract. Uh, my name is Jeff Lane. I'm senior writer. Uh, and with us today is Bo Bodie, who's president and CEO. We've got Ashley Horn, who is a brand manager, and Elizabeth Tyndall, who is a brand strategist. And what we're going to be talking about today is managing your message, your brand message, um, when perhaps leadership or your company or somebody within your company takes a stand on an issue, a controversial issue, and what you need to think about when ideally before that happens, but also once it's out there and people are responding. So, um, as you know, uh, the NFL may be one of the most widely recognized brands in the world, seemingly bulletproof brand, is dealing with some issues right now. Um, Many of their players recently have decided to take a stand on an issue and make a statement by kneeling or not attending uh, during the national anthem before the game, which is a very traditional and sacred thing for many people. And that has been controversial. Um, and so now the NFL and its players are having to deal with this controversial issue. And we want to talk about that today because that is the kind of a thing that your brand could experience at some point. So let's talk a little bit about that. Well, this all came up, you know, we were kind of just talking in the office and we were talking about, you know, we we're always kind of guiding our clients to what they should do, what they shouldn't do, how they should, how they should represent their brand and what they believe in. Um, and then we started talking about, well, mm-hmm. what if beliefs are different I and mean, everybody's different in an organization and um, what if somebody stands up in a different way and what's the appropriate medium to stand up and how do you handle all of those things and it turned into conversations about our clients and the things that they deal with daily mm-hmm. um, and you know not really a political or a socio you know social discussion but really a discussion about man how could somebody get their message out the right way mm-hmm. um, and not put things in the way that it's going to get in the way of the message right I, I think uh, one of the things we want to be clear about is that we don't really want to, we're not crossfire. So we're not really going to discuss the, the merits of whether or not you should protest at all. We, you know, we're all about free speech. Um, and we think that, you know, it's, it's, it can be appropriate for a brand to take a stance on an issue. Uh, but what we want to do is, is to think about that beforehand, to have a strategy, to have a plan. Wouldn't you agree, Elizabeth? Yeah, I do. I think, I mean, what this brought to light in things that we think about from a branding perspective is ideas like, you know, understanding your audience and what's sacred to them and how they react, you know, could potentially react to certain things or what their um, beliefs and motivations are. And we dig deep in that when we're first starting to, um, you know, uncover what a brand strategy might be. It's also about looking at the right mediums and platforms for delivering communications, no matter what they are. Um, And also just the brand associations that others may have or that your brand may have with others and how that impacts, you know, looking at the NFL situation, particularly, you know, it's had a far reaching impact, you know, for better or worse on many different 
industries. You know, advertisers are pulling ad dollars. There's Mm -hmm. um, sports bars, sponsors that are being um, impacted and having to figure out reactions. There's um, sports bars that are choosing whether or not to show the game or maybe cut portions of the game short. Um, You know, some advertisers are taking a proactive stance and using it as a platform to even further their brand. Like, you know, Budweiser, rather than responding one way or another, they just opened up a hotline to let listeners voice their opinion as just kind of a a neutral party to be able to receive feedback. So there's all kinds of wide-reaching implications and aspects of a brand that we can kind of delve into. I think... uh what it sounds like is that uh, no matter what your stance is, you know, there's probably going to be a reaction. And so the main thing is to just be thinking about it ahead of time, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and understanding that the reaction might be, uh, you might think the reaction is unfair, and you might think the reaction is irrational. Mm-hmm. Um, but understanding that there will be some kind of reaction, and so let's, you know, let's prepare for that, right? Yeah, I think it goes back to what we always say is, you know, you can't really control your brain. You can always only try to manage it. Once it's out there in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So, wh- what do you do? Okay, let's let's say um, a leader or a, an employee comes out and takes a stance, and now the brand is now it's out there, and now the brand has to deal with it uh, once it's out there, and they're getting some negative feedback. I mean, I can think of an example: um, uh, Chick Fil A, right? A few years ago, Chick Fil A's leadership had a position on an issue, and once that became, you know public knowledge and people started talking about it, you know, people started boycotting their stores. Now that may or may not have been a fair protest, may have been an irrational one. We, you know, that's up for discussion. Um, but how do you respond to that? What's, what are some of the things you need to think about once it's out there? Yeah. I mean, uh, once it's out there, I mean, you need to think to your point, Jeff, you need to think a lot about it before it gets well, out right, there. Right. But it, but if there's something you don't have any control over, you know, take take an, an individual athlete decides to kneel during the anthem, you know that that looks as if you know it's an individual. So you, you, the conversations that many had were positive. It was not positive. The, the reaction that the league and and the the teams took was look, you know, it, it's our right as Americans to stand up for what we believe in. Um, and though the medium may have gotten in the way, I mean, you're, you're kneeling on something that's sacred to a large number of people. If you're trying to reach a large audience, it may get in the way. The reaction to the league was, you know, reasonable. You know, that's what we should do as, as businesses, you know, support our people, mm-hmm. talk to them about the, the ramifications of it, look at how it's affecting your brand or, you know, the way people perceive you in the marketplace, mm-hmm. um, and either associate or disassociate. And in this case, you know, the NFL can't disassociate because it's the way a large number of their people feel, mm-hmm. their employees feel. And so how do you do that in a positive way? And I think that that's the key is how do you do it in a respectful way of understanding both sides, mm-hmm. you know, like the Budweiser example, mm-hmm. um, and being able to jump in and saying, look, we may not agree, but we understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's hard. You're going to take a beating for that either way, um, but at least taking it head on as opposed to turning mm-hmm. Right. You know, turning your, you know, turning around and ignoring it—that mm-hmm. never works. Right. 
Right. And, you know, to some degree, too, it's worth taking the time in advance. Of course, as Bo mentioned, um, you know, you'd ideally have a, a plan in advance and a strategy of what messages you want to convey. But to Jeff, your point, if an employee, um, you know, kind of steps outside of that, what do you do? It's worth having a, a preparedness plan. Mm -hmm. And to do that, you really do need to know what your brand voice is and what messages you know, do you stand for? Mm -hmm. um, so taking some time in advance, um, you know, with your teams, with your marketing and PR teams to really spend some time thinking about that, um, that's something that you can do before anything even happens. And like I mentioned, it really needs to be tied to your, you know, what is your brand position? What are your values? Mm -hmm. And tying it to some of those brand messages will be a way that you can um, you know, kind of salvage some of these, uh, you know, inevitable mm -hmm. um, outliers as you're working to manage a brand, you know. You know, we live in, a, in America, and I know a lot of Americans have a lot of pride and patriotism mm -hmm. about that, and, and with good reason, because we acknowledge a person's freedoms and freedoms to speak up. Uh, one of the interesting things about America, though, is that often those freedoms come into conflict with one another. Mm -hmm. um, and so, fortunately, we live in a, in, a, in a country where we're allowed to kind of work through that, um, and we can work through that. And one mm -hmm. of the things I thought the NFL has done that I think is a good thing is that, um, you know, if you, have a, if you have a small company, if your brand is a company of 30 or 40 or 50 people, um, it might be easier to control that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It might be easier to deal with it. It might be easier to get everybody on the same page. The NFL is a pretty large organization, large enterprise, and you know they have 32 branch offices, if you will, the teams, and then you have all of these players on those teams, so it's kind of hard to you know, tell everybody what to say. You wouldn't want to do that, right? So it's mm -hmm. a tricky thing, but one of mm -hmm. the things we noticed was that a lot of the teams were allowed to respond in their own way. And a lot of the teams got together and said, hey, how do we feel about this? What do we want to do together? And I think, you know, regardless of how they handled it, I think that's a thoughtful way and a, and a, and a positive way of dealing with such an issue. Would you, would you agree? Absolutely. I, I think one of the challenges, you know, the, the Steelers are kind of an interesting, taking a step back, there's the NFL, and then the NFL has sub-brands. This is a brand architecture issue, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the sub-brands are the, the teams, mm -hmm. and those teams are managed. They're different. They're individual business unit. And each of those business units is in a different part of the country with a different fan base, with a different group of people. Right. You know, and so as you're trying to manage that brand, you, know, you, you can't – one of the things I think the NFL has done, quite frankly, horribly, is take so much control over its brand. You know, it was, you know, great when little peewee football teams could be the Oilers, you know, or the Steelers, and now they have to pay for the right to do that. Mm -hmm. And, and, but that's not, I, I, I am a Texans fan because I am in Houston mm -hmm. and I is, I'm part of it. And so each of those groups has a different identity and each of those identities can't be controlled completely by the mothership, right? But the mothership does have a brand to, to uphold that mm -hmm. overarches everything and, it just makes it even more complicated. And mm -hmm. you take the Steelers, for instance, you know, the Rooney family has been very, very involved in social justice issues over its lifetime. Um, and, you know, the Steelers have, the, you know, Pittsburgh itself has always had a history of racial tension and issue. Um, you know, what do you do in that situation? You know, how do you, as a sub-brand of a large brand, you have your individual beliefs, you have your group beliefs, and then you have your corporate belief how do you reconcile those? And I think for years the NFL has done a good job of, of managing that. And I, I think, frankly, you know, then you take it down to the individual, Charlie Villanueva, who can't, he has to stand. You know, he took an oath 
for the flag. You can't, how do you ask him not to do that? Mm-hmm. And so those, all of those things are caught up in this, you know, of trying to make this decision. But the, the ultimate thing is respecting both the individual and the group. And that, that's a two-way street. Your employees have to respect that you're an entity that, that stands for something in the marketplace. And you have to hire the right people that, that may not agree with everything you say, mm-hmm or everything you do, and may have very different beliefs, but at least understand that respect. But that's back to what Ashley was talking about, the brand in, at the beginning has to set, what are our values, what do we believe in, how, how do we handle those things, and how do we act? And I think in most cases, most of these athletes have said, you know, hey look, I, I agree with the issue, and I want to support it, but I'm also employed by this group, and it's a team setting, right? I want to mm-hmm. be a part of the team, and I think that that's a big part of this discussion. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so response. Um, I think there's a wonderful opportunity for the NFL still to respond in a really positive way. I mean, they could do some things such as um, every team could have a sort of a unified group and reach out to the, their own community and say, hey, let, let's tackle this issue. In this case, it's racial inequality, but they could they could take a leadership role because a football team, like a lot of sports teams, you know, um, color doesn't matter. What matters is are you can you play? Are you a good teammate? You know, are you going to work hard together as a group? That's one of the beautiful things about team sports. Mm-hmm. But team sports can also step up in the community and lead. And so I would think there would be some opportunities to reach out as a group and say, hey, let's talk about this as a community and, and how can we fix some of these problems? And then, see, that way the NFL then is saying, hey, we're addressing the issue. We want to make that work because, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, team sports deal with that issue every day. Mm-hmm. It's about people coming together and working together and we're all equal and we're all in this together, um, which is also an American theme. So... <laughs> <laughs> There's a patriotic side to it as well, right? Right. I mean. Yeah. Right. It goes back to the brand and the beliefs of the brand. You know, NFL or any company, really, for that matter. Mm-hmm. We see so many of our companies mm-hmm. um, that we work with do have community outreach and um, involvement in their communities. But usually it's very closely tied to the values and culture of the mm-hmm. company. And so it's really a question of embracing that for many companies mm-hmm. as to what do you believe in, what do you want to impact outside of your company and your organization, mm-hmm. and having all that you know, be nicely, tightly woven with your company, your culture, your values, your strategy. You know, that, that's great, Elizabeth, because I know that when, when we engage with clients and we're uh, creating a brand or rebuilding a brand, one of the things that we address, right, are the mission, vision, and values and how important they are. And they're not just words on a web page, right? Mm-hmm. right. Yep. But they really do have impact in people. And if you do embrace them, they can they can energize you. They can lead initiatives. Mm-hmm. They're um, a guidepost. Right. I mean. And so that everybody, you know, it, it, it serves us. I know, I know we are pretty serious about our values here at Brand mm-hmm. Extract, um, and we work really hard to live those every day. And I think every company can, you know, from time to time, you know, hey, let's look at those and make sure, you know, those uh, are guiding us the right way and mm-hmm. make sure everybody's aware of them and they know them and that they can uh, uh, behave mm-hmm. by them, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this just becomes an issue of brand association, mm-hmm. right? I mean, football, using this as an example, right? Football is an American sport. American football is an American sport. Mm-hmm. So the American brand is all in that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it'd be one thing if we were talking about soccer or one thing if we were talking about, you know, some of these other 
sports that that are mm-hmm. really global or they started in a certain place. But this is this is one truly American sport, and so all of those the equality, teamwork, work hard work, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Anybody can be you know mm-hmm. anybody can work hard enough to to win. Mm-hmm. All of that's in there, and so when you when you try and separate these brand associations that have been built up over years and years and years, and you try and segment it and say, I'm, I as an individual am going to stand up for something, it culturally stands out. You know, one of the things that we've talked about a lot in this is, one, there's simplicity. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. what, what are people really kneeling for? And I think there's confusion around that. Well, that makes it harder mm-hmm. for someone to get behind it, right? Mm-hmm. And different people are kneeling for different parts of the same issue, right? But it's not right. coordinated. And I think timing, you know, mm-hmm. is another issue here. You know, I mean, when is the right time to kneel? Mm-hmm. You know, when is the right time to take a stand? Right. You know, and then emotion, mm-hmm. you know, the medium that we're using, mm-hmm. you know, we're kneeling on one of the most sacred elements in this American culture mm-hmm. you know and so when people talk about flag burning when people talk about this and our rights mm-hmm. of course it's your rights but there are consequences to your actions mm-hmm. always and when you stand on top of or against a or not against when you stand in a medium that will get in the way of at least half the audience hearing you mm-hmm. that doesn't help your purpose mm-hmm. you know your purpose right. is equality your purpose isn't to stand out Mm-hmm. Um, and so those things get confused for people. And I think that that's been, you know, one of the things, this, this brand association with American, American football, and exactly what you're talking about, Jeff and Elizabeth, and, and that what our core values are and how they work together. And all those things get muddled up, and it becomes too complex for someone mm-hmm. to unpack and say, I stand for equality. Mm-hmm. They can't put that together in their heads. That's what we talk about when we talk about brand positioning. Mm-hmm. What do you stand for? What's your one message? What's the one thing that you want people to understand about you? Mm-hmm. Um, and when those start to splinter, when your employees start to differ, when there are things, things don't work quite as well and people can see that, mm-hmm. when you do it on something that's sacred, you're definitely going to get attention, mm-hmm. but you're also going to half the audience, at least half the audience is going to shut you out. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not... That doesn't benefit the cause. Well, you know, I think most business leaders, when they want to tackle an initiative, whatever that is, or they want to buy some another company or they want to invest something over here, they sit down and they think about the, you know, the pros and the cons. You know, yeah, this is going to be really profitable for mm-hmm. us, but we might have to give up something over here. And you weigh those things before you make really big decisions, mm-hmm. right? Well, when it affects your brand, it's mm-hmm. the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Right. Right. I mean, right. You really do have to know your audience, but also you have to think about how they may, you know, misunderstand, you know, what you're trying mm-hmm. to say. So yeah, we're all human. Something that Bo mentioned was that, you know, for a while we were like, well, different people are standing for different reasons. And that only can further uh, confuse the message, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so part of it is, you know, having your, knowing your audience, understanding um, you know, how they may interpret what you're saying. The vehicle is also very important, you know, stay away from things that may be sacred. You get attention, but again, that increases your likelihood to alienate or just even upset or anger a, a, a certain section of your, of your audience. And then with the NFL, I mean, their audience is made up of all demographics of all, <laughs> of all kinds. And so, you know, that's something that, um, certainly needs to be considered no matter who it is that you're, um, you know, that you're, that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a great discussion. Um, there's one other thing that I, I, I I'm a, a big proponent of responding to crisis 
in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, in in basketball, you know, the 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 leader in basketball for quite some time now has been LeBron James. I mean, he's an icon. He transcends that sport. And so during these same crises, the, the same issues where people are upset about racial inequality, and he's a member of the race that's, you know, is experiencing the inequality, um, he could, you know, respond in an aggressive way or, or a, a controversial way. Um, but what he has done several times is step up uh, and use his platform to say, we need to battle this with love or we need to respond in a positive way. And so I think that's an example of someone trying to step up and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and unite as opposed to be controversial, which um, I think, you know, it, there could be an opportunity. Whatever your brand is, whatever your company is, when you experience one of these situations, you could say, hey, how can we reach out and be a positive influence? Um, so even if we're experiencing, experiencing some controversy or even if we've uh, – you know, one of our own has stepped out and, and elicited, you know, a, you know, a harsh response. You know, mm-hmm. how can we step forward and be leaders? How can mm-hmm. we move people forward? How can we unite? Um, I think that's a, something that, you know, because that's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. That can actually Absolutely. elevate your brand and move it forward. Right. So, um, well, I think the thing that people forget in that, and good leaders forget, you know, the message. And there's the saying, message is the medium, right? And the message is the medium. When you make the medium the message, mm-hmm. standing on the flag, running down a president, you know, any of these kinds of things that are sacred to a certain group of people, you know, not taking a side on either of these. It's just when it's sacred and you make the medium the message, you know, that's what all people will hear. Mm-hmm. All people see you dislike the president or all people see you're just standing, you know, you're kneeling during the anthem and the, right. you're disrespecting the flag. And the reality is it's not what people are doing. Right. It's not what people are saying. They may be saying they disagree. They may be saying that they want something differently. But all someone can see is the medium. And right. they cannot hear the message. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you're level-headed as a leader, when you have a platform, using that wisely, but being, you know, to Ashley's point, being very succinct about what your message is mm-hmm. and how you're going to share that, um, and that those messages align with the values, as Elizabeth talked about, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier for people to hear you, and it's a lot easier to get things done. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are conversations we have around here all yeah. the time about why things mm-hmm. aren't getting done. And I think <laughs> right now the medium is getting in, tr- in the way of the message. Right, and it's also having a thoughtful plan. I mean, and mm-hmm. not just uh, reacting, but mm-hmm. taking a step back and having a plan and figuring out what the course of action is next even if bad things happen, if you can figure out the plan of how to proactively course correct, if you will, and reinforce that through, you know, communication. And it's figuring out what is the right communication moving forward. You might have had missteps, but you can always course correct Mm -hmm. with a thoughtful plan moving forward and reinforcing that. But Mm -hmm. silence or reacting with, you know, and just knee-jerk reactions isn't always, you know... Mm -hmm. Well, and I think you saw that the Sunday after the president's comment. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, each team was kind of, because it happened so quickly, mm-hmm. each team was left to their own designs. And each team, individually, outside the brand, 32 different opinions came up, and it confused the heck out of our country. Mm-hmm. And out of football fans especially. Because <laughs> they're like, I don't want to watch football. Right. You know, um, so how do you, to, to your point about planning, 
there just needs to be some thought, and it can't be at midnight the night before the game. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that just right. makes everybody tired, and they perform poorly, and, and then they do something that isn't as well thought out as it should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that planning component's huge mm-hmm. to managing that message. All right. Do we have any final thoughts? I mean, we could talk about this forever, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, there's so much more, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, we, we thank you for listening. Uh, we think this is a, an important topic. Um, please feel free to, um, uh, you know, listen to the podcast, um, uh, post any response, share it, um, because this is an important topic, and I think we can all learn from it. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you found it insightful. If you haven't yet, we invite you to check out our other episodes and to be on the lookout for new episodes every few weeks. You can also check out brandextract.com for more insights on branding and marketing. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Solving for B podcast with Brand Extract.